0: Hello, everyone. I am just ducking in to introduce you to a brand new podcast series we are hosting on my entertainment world. Um, this is our new series. It's all about television, and it's called Season One, Episode One. Um, and basically, the premise is pretty self-explanatory. Our co-hosts, Ali, Amy, and Jen, will be uh, taking you back to the first episode of mostly new shows, but um, I think they're also going to do some old shows as well. Um, And just looking at the pilot episodes, which, you know, throughout television history, some of the all-time great episodes of television have been pilots, and some of the worst, sometimes the worst episode of the series is the pilot, and it doesn't really give you a sense of how good the show is going to be, but sometimes it comes right out of the gate knowing exactly what it is. Um, So, yeah, the co-hosts are going to walk you through um, and really break down the first episode of a bunch of new series, give you a sense of, is this worth your time? There's so much out there these days. Um, It's hard to know what to watch. So they're going to figure that out for you and try and point you in the right direction. Um, so yeah, we're hosting we're hosting the series on My Entertainment World, and you, we will get you into the first episode in just a second, um, but it is my duty to tell you all all the things like, oh, visit the website, myentertainmentworld.ca, to see all of the content we're putting out there on all seven branches. Um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast feed where you'll find all of our series. Um, there are a whole bunch of them happening right now because we're in isolation, so we've got the Corona Movie Club, we've got Corona Cold Reads, we've also had the favorite series and the Shakespeare series, continuing as usual, as well as uh, the regular My Entertainment World podcast and some nominee interview series episodes still coming out. So there's all sorts of things happening there. Never been a better time to subscribe. Um, Just search My Entertainment World on iTunes. Rate and review if you want um yeah and then follow us on twitter and instagram at my ent that's my ent world um we have a lot of content that's like designated just for those platforms but also to promote what's happening on the website And you can keep up that way uh, follow us on facebook all of that stuff um that's all i really have to tell you i hope you enjoy this new series i'm really excited to see what they come up with
1: welcome to season one episode one
2: Brought to you by My Entertainment World.
1: Last year alone, over 500 scripted television shows aired across networks and streaming. How are you supposed to know what's worth your time without wasting hours of your life? We help you answer the question of our time. What should I be watching? Each episode, we review the pilot of three new TV shows. Life is too short to watch bad TV, so let us do it for you.
3: Um, today, we are going to dive into Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist spinning out and aquafina is nora queens so ali's gonna kick us off so
2: zoe's extraordinary playlist um it's an interesting one because it premiered on streaming services first hulu and nbc online uh, and then on nbc it premiered january seventh. but then they're having a big break until the second uh episode and they're hoping to gain some some viewers on streaming and all of that um second episode will not air until February 16th. Uh, But the general premise is Zoe, who is a coder, has a freak accident while getting an MRI. And she gains the ability to hear people's innermost thoughts through song. Um, And this in the pilot can be anything from an entire group of people singing to her to her best friend at work. It stars a whole bunch of people. Jane Levy, Levy? Uh, Skylar Astin, Alex Newell, Lauren Graham, Peter Gallagher. Mary Steam Virgin and John Clarence Stewart. A bunch of people that, like, you recognize from one thing. Um, I was excited to see all of them. It's about 43 minutes long. Because it's a network show and could be canceled anytime, they're being really tight-lipped about exactly how many episodes there are in the season.
3: Yeah, online I was trying to find it, and I was only seeing information about one episode, and I was like, Did it even get picked
2: up? Yeah, because we've forgotten that, like, network shows don't get picked up for the whole season. It's just like a let's see how it goes kind of a thing. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I thought I was in for, like, a typical, like, run-of-the-mill network comedy. I even thought that it was a straight-up comedy before, I guess I didn't read too much before watching it, but, like, an adult version of Glee is what I expected. And I just got so much more. I fell in love with this show so hard. (laughs)
3: So I was, honestly, I found it really cheesy at the beginning, and I was kind of like, oh gosh, can I even get into this? I was in tears.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) There was was laughing, there was
1: tears, there was everything. Yeah, Um, I really loved it. It was so fun.
3: The actress that plays Zoe to me
1: looks exactly
3: Mm -hmm. like if uh, Gillian, Gillian Jacobs, and Emma Stone had a baby.
2: That's interesting. I also think that about another show that we'll talk about, but Oh, we'll get there. Uh, also, a fun little random fact. Mandy Moore is a producer on this show.
1: Oh, um,
2: wow. Yeah, which I had no idea about. But that, like, makes sense with the, like, confusing music into it. Uh, also, had no idea that Peter
3: Gallagher could sing. <sighs> really? Well, can he sing well, though? Yeah, that's <laughs> he has a lot of Broadway credits. Oh, I, didn't, I guess I didn't know yeah, that. And his daughter, um, Catherine Gallagher, she's currently in Jagged Little Pill.
1: Oh, I did not put two together that. on Those that. They have yeah. like the
3: same eyebrows.
1: <laughs> Their so. most distinguishable feature.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I. It was so like quirky
2: and awesome and weird that it made me, because it's on a network, it made me nervous that it's going to be the show that I fall in love with and then it gets canceled.
3: <laughs> yeah. So it's, awesome. it's happening to the show. Like it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a lot to take in. And I really, I don't know how long, the like randomly bursting into song can last. Right. And be tolerable.
1: Yeah, I eventually think- they're gonna run out of like music to play that before you just come and get tired of the same old popular songs, you know? I feel like Glee kind of ran into that issue. Mm-hmm.
2: They definitely burned burn through story a lot. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this only goes for a few seasons and that's okay, but also, yeah, just I, anything I, that gets people singing.
1: And... Right, I feel like it will have the same trajectory as something like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because it's so—it's <laughs> both sweet and funny and musical. It's basically the same thing. Um, yeah, I found her to be much more likable, <laughs> um, the main character, and the show is definitely look a little bit more cutesy than that than Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just such a niche audience that's going to enjoy something like this. And, yeah, it's just – it must be so outrageous to create something like this where you have to have a choreographer. And, I mean, just the the training schedule for that alone must be – it just must take so much time to do and make, which just makes it so expensive.
3: Yeah, and actually, and on the note of the big musical numbers, so mm-hmm. I understand – so she had, like, the – was, she was having an MRI, and there was an earthquake, and now she can hear people's thoughts – it's weird to me that ev- that they join that it's not just a bunch of s- like single musical numbers. It's all big group numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how everybody this like I don't know, I'm getting caught up on the science of a, <laughs> of a really like fluffy show. but the I don't know. it was just weird to me that like the thoughts in one person heads in one person's head suddenly erupted in a 20 person musical number
1: right right i understood it when it was like at her office and it's the main guy singing and everyone's sort of playing background so you kind of know that it's that guy's thoughts but the scene where she's like walking down the street and everyone just happens to be like what were they joining singing in. joining in yeah <laughs> some beatles song i didn't even remember but uh, help.
2: It was help. and i, yeah, I think help. that one was like everybody is kind of thinking the same things of like yeah that they're all, everyone on the subway is in distress.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's funny.
2: <laughs> I guess true. Um, also, this is like one of those, what people always talk about, you know, what superpower would you have? And this is such, just like the idea behind it is so unique that I love. Yeah, I, I kind yeah, of Yeah, it is I a unique
3: this. idea, like the ability to read people's thoughts, but then it's also the ability to only hear people's thoughts in song.
2: Right. And, and specifically, Not only a great superpower, but, like, perfect for her. Yeah. um, With a dad that is basically in a vegetative state, kind of.
3: Did her um, awkwardness or, like, new girl level of adorkable bother you at times? Or did it balance out well enough with her, like, ability to be a boss at work? I didn't mind it.
1: Me neither. I actually really liked it. Because she felt very real to me, yes. unlike Jessica Day, just feels like too manic pixie dream girl. This girl actually feels like kind of normal.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it was it was adorable, but it was adorable in a way of like I'm unsure of how to be a manager at work, which is something relatable.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Do you guys have any other
2: notes on this? Well, you no, keep watching.
1: A lot of people will enjoy it and. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep watching once it returns.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally watch. And also, I think spread the word, everybody, because this like the marketing of this show, it is being marketed as like just a plucky comedy. And I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think it it is going to be more of the dramedy.
3: Yeah, this episode had like it was kind of a perfect pilot, how it had a really full arc to give you an idea of like this show's fun. There's some romance, but there's also like her dad is suffering from a neurological disorder and there's a lot of family drama as well Um, so I think it it had a little of everything Mm -hmm.
2: I also like that they mixed the cast with like people who can sing really really well and then people who you've never known them to sing like Lauren Graham like I hope to see her sing in an episode
3: oh yeah because I had had seen um, John Clarence Stewart who plays the guy who's also at work not her best friend but the other guy who she had like an emotional connection with I was like, I've seen him in something. What has he been in? And he hasn't really been in any TV shows that I've seen, but I had to go search him on Playbill because he was in Choir Boy, which I absolutely loved, and he was amazing in that.
2: Alex Newell also is from the Glee Project and Glee. Um,
3: and he was in Once on this Island recently, and hes oh, he just has such an amazing voice. And If they don't put more of him in every episode, that'll be an absolute crime.
2: And I'm a little worried that he's not going to get the chance to sing because
3: right now he is the only character
2: that uh, that Jane Levy has confided in that she can hear everybody. So like,
3: yeah.
2: I'm interested to see.
3: It is that sync on its own,
2: like right? Like she she is. always thinks yeah. yeah she always thinks that it's a dream. He's like, no, I'm really singing. Okay. Oh, you're
1: talking about the neighbor? I was trying to figure out who you're talking about. Did you know? Oh yeah yeah, that's the that... neighbor she this character is basically the character from kimmy schmidt the name the roommate yes they act exactly the same
2: (laughs) i oh i didn't think about that but yeah
1: yeah yeah so if you like kimmy schmidt if you like jane the virgin if you like crazy ex-girlfriend this is right up your alley i love
3: it oh that is true it is very that um what's that that phrase that whimsical or that magic Mm -hmm. magical realism?
2: Mm, yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yep. Oh,
2: one thing, actually, the difference between this and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that I really loved, uh, and Glee, really, I guess. So Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, from her perspective, they were not singing. They kind of joined her surrealistic view of reality. I really like that these characters are not at all aware that they're singing, and the actual character can stay completely non-musical, except for The neighbor.
1: It's true, but I just really wonder and worry about her social life because she's always just gaping at people, wondering why they're. Saying, yeah. She must be doing that for a good minute. <laughs> that so. was,
2: it's got to be in like, it has to happen in like a snap where she's just like, uh, sorry, I didn't hear what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: it must, there must be some sort of like time lapse. Or
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. If there were right, more episodes
2: now.
3: If you try to look into the science of the show,
2: don't do you it. will be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, on to Amy with Spinning Out. No, Jen No, Jen was spinning, was
3: spinning Out, out. sorry. <laughs> spinning Out. All right, so Spinning Out is on Netflix. It premiered on January 1st of 2020. Um, there are 10 episodes that range from about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so this show follows uh, this girl, Cat, or Kate? I think it's Cat. I think it's short for
2: Katarina.
3: Yes, that's right the show follows Kat who has, she's a figure skater in single skating. And she recently had a very bad accident that caused her to go off of the career path of skating. And so we're meeting her and her mother played by January Jones and her sister played by Willow Shields, who you might recognize as Primrose Everdeen from Hunger Games. Um, and her sister's still a skater. Her mom is very much like uh, she's a former skater, and she suffers from bipolar disorder. And we see her being a very much of a I don't know are they called skating moms? I would call it a, I would call them a stage mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're kind of following Cat as she is trying to pass her coach's test and figuring out her next moves in life uh, right now. Um, so. This stuff. So, playing Cat is Kaya Scodelario, which I know her as Effie from Skins. Um, She's also been in a few of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and was more recently in Maze Runner as well. And we all we all know January Jones from Mad Men. Uh, She's been in X Men as well. If you were not a Mad Men watcher, and uh, that's that's kind of it for like the big people i knew i recognized one of, i recognized us that's lana from the americans she plays one of the other coaches
1: yeah i did i was wondering where i knew her from
3: yeah she was one of the um, she's the couple's coach yeah 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 she's a couple's coach she's one of the other spies
1: <laughs> um so
3: what did you guys think about this show
1: it's i have weird. no idea yeah difficult but... to watch <laughs> It covers a lot of very, you know, dark topics, um, bipolar disorder, self-harm, and just sort of the grueling nature of trying to be an elite athlete. And I mean, not that that is a bad thing, because I think those are all really important issues, but it it's definitely not something that you necessarily enjoy watching. It's not on light or easy watch, which is more what I was expecting, just given the fact that it's about skaters.
3: So it's funny you thought that because I thought in the first like half hour, I was like, oh, this is going to be like another, a new like really prestigious drama to watch. It had a lot of like, had a lot of potential to be really heavy. And then it took a turn and I yeah. I was trying to think of when the turn was. And I think it was, she works in a restaurant at a ski lodge that's nearby. And um, she was in like the kitchen room talking to other people and then it became much more melodramatic and yeah, it so was goblin. i was suddenly like oh never mind this isn't what i thought it was this is going yeah. to be a lot more like of a candy guilty pleasure um than i was initially
1: thinking that's so interesting that's because like that's true i was i was kind of taken aback by like the second half the tone was very different i mean they yeah. do like talk a little bit more about the her bipolar the mom's bipolar disorder but it takes kind of like a weird gossipy I don't know the right word for it but like a soap opera turn
3: <laughs> yeah and I was looking it up a lot some of the writers of this have done extensive writing for numerous soap operas so oh, wow. it makes That's a good. lot of there sense
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah um but yeah because the second half focuses more on there's this other uh, male figure skater who's looking for someone to be his pair because in the first half of the episode this is a warning because it was gross his current uh, like female partner like fell and stabbed her foot with her other skate and it was disgusting um so a little gruesome warning on this show is there's, they definitely aren't shy about showing blood um it's, yeah, it's just an interesting balance of, like, needing to, like, being, going really dark, but then also having the drama of him trying to woo her into being his partner by, like, going behind her back and talking to his, having his dad try to offer her money and stuff like that. Like, it was, it just got really light in a, yeah. not well, not really cheesy, but it was just melodramatic. Yeah, it was melodramatic, that's the
1: yeah, and the acting was not good. Let's just no. say that.
3: <laughs> no, I did like
2: Willow Shields in it. That like the characters mm-hmm. do seem to be really, really complex, and just about the time that you like think you have a character figured out, they kind of turn yeah. it around.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and so I did like that, and then it's all like mainly complex women. Um,
3: yeah, which that is yeah, really that's good. very true. Yeah. Uh, But I actually, I really enjoyed it. I would watch it. I would keep watching it. It's like, it's, I would classify it more as a guilty pleasure show than like a highbrow show. Uh, Yeah, I was like, I
1: kind of want to know what happens to her. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And also January Jones's hair is definite Mm -hmm. hair for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, she's amazing.
2: Um, I had no idea that she was in this too. She's good. And it's what I thought of it as a show that if nothing else was on i would flip it on kind of a show Mm -hmm. um like definitely not my first go-to but yeah i also think that especially the first half of it was created by definitely like an ex-skater who has an axe to grind about professional skating
3: (laughs) yeah i think and it's definitely a show that if you are into like following the olympics even even if you're just into following skating at the olympics level i think you would enjoy that because that's honestly my level of interest in skating and I really enjoyed it for that. It also throws in some, they threw in some stuff that you would know if you'd followed, like Tanya Harding things and stuff like that. Like, yeah, the line, I could whack her in the knee with a bat, or is that 290s?
1: <laughs> this didn't really remind me of anything. Like, a, it, th- it did feel very unique. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I didn't even realize the disjointedness until you brought it up, but it's very accurate. Yeah. yeah.
3: It was weird. I was because like, I it did help that I watched I did watch it in two halves because I had to go somewhere in between. But when I came back I was like, This show changed. Did I wasn't like this before? It was very confusing. I also have
2: some issues with the logistics of the very last scene. Uh, of she she's supposed to be like running away from her life. And the amount of U turns that she takes means that she's still going You're out of town. It. <laughs> I know
1: you are getting this TV show. <laughs> oh yeah i also on that front i was very confused at what ages all these people were supposed to be because the sister looks like she's almost 30 not this not the younger sister but the main girl Kaya. Oh, Kat? they Kat,
3: mentioned at one yeah. point that she's 21 yeah they do mention that she's 21 but oh, her okay. but she's actually she was i looked it up she was born in 1992 so i was like i'm pretty sure she's older than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She just has so she just she has that very face? uh thin face, which I think makes her look a little older. But Maybe, uh, yeah. Otherwise, like I don't know. Are, I think she might looks adjust?
2: Yeah. I think she looks this is the one that Gillian Jacobs, I think she could be a twin for.
3: Interesting. I don't see that so
2: much. If yet. she had lighter hair. Okay. I
3: think,
1: yeah. yeah, I can see that. I
2: can see that actually.
3: I also really enjoyed the music in this show. I thought the music was really well done. Or I just liked listening to it.
2: (laughs) It was really beautiful. Like some of the shots. um,
1: Yeah. Of her skating and the scenery and everything.
2: Mm -hmm. There's a scene of her skating as the sun rises that that entire scene, I was like, that's about the point that I was like, this is a really, really melodramatic show, but I might just watch it for the pretty shots. (laughs) Yeah. I also
3: give them a lot of credit because it has to be hard to, I was thinking about, Having to, because none of the actors are doing their own skating. So having, they're in some room somewhere filming themselves, like doing dramatic <laughs> facial poses with their arms going around and them, and them having to line it up and editing and stuff. So I thought that that was, it seemed pretty well done. Like it didn't feel oh, like, yeah. oh, this is really cheesy and poorly made visuals work. So I think that's everything for me on Spinning Out. I will keep watching it because I see that Johnny Weir is in the show later on and I love Johnny (laughs) Weir so I can't not watch it. Is he with Tara? No, I don't think Tara's with him. I think it's him. And then Jonathan Van Ness also from Queer Eye, he has a cameo at one point as well. (laughs) So I think they're going to have a lot of fun like little skating gems throughout the series.
1: Is Jonathan Van Ness a skater?
3: Yes, he has a if you follow him on Instagram, he has been learning how to skate and it is inspirational. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he's not like a, a, a no, he's not a like a professional skater. Okay, gotcha. No. <laughs> he
3: has been working very hard to become a skater and it's
1: Oh, that's fun. so sweet.
3: It's great. If you want some yeah. daily inspiration, follow Jonathan Van Ness on Instagram. <laughs> Good
1: tip. All right.
3: So Amy, are you gonna keep watching? Or are you done?
1: Um I might check more episodes out. There's just so much out there that I don't know if I'll get back to it. We'll see. Yeah. All
3: right, Amy, tell us about Aquafina. Is Nora from Queens?
1: All right, Aquafina is Nora from Queens, the most annoying title show <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the show premiered um, just this past week on Comedy Central, and there are ten episodes coming out. Um, so the show is created by Aquafina, um, and she had she got a couple of um, pretty great writers on board which i was surprised by after watching the show <laughs> um but <laughs> uh Teresa, i don't exactly know how to pronounce her last name i think it's shao um who wrote for american dad and fresh off the boat and then um carrie Darnetto, who wrote for arrested development and community south park portlandia so pretty much every wow. amazing comedy that's come out in the last decade <laughs> um
3: what went wrong yeah. i know
1: I know. And then um, it stars Aquafina, who's been obviously like kind of the up and coming comedian um, of the last couple years from Crazy Rich Asians, The Farewell, and Ocean's Eight. Um, so the comedy follows um, Nora, who's 27 years old and is basically a deadbeat with no employable skills. She's living with her grandparents and her dad, and the, the pilot basically follows her as she's trying to gain some sort of independence from them and move out and try to face the world on her own, but with no real game plan of how to do so. Um, so the grandmother is played by Laurie Tan Chin, who was in Orange is the New Black. And her dad is um, played by BD Wong from Mr. Robot and Gotham. Um, so I thought this show was pretty awful and I'm surprised because it was one. I think Aquafina is so charming and funny Um, And she's, she's, this is charming and funny in this, but it kind of just like fell a little bit flat for me. Yeah. Um, And I found
3: like the grand the grandma was very entertaining and like BD Wong was great, but just something like, it just didn't come together.
1: Yeah, it was the, the plot really like wandered and you were just kind of like, I don't, I'm not following really what's, the point of this what's happening
3: it took some interesting turns along the way that i that i Mm -hmm. wasn't expecting it to but overall it was kind of bored it wanders and then skips big chunks of time
2: that you're a little confused with what happens Mm -hmm. i also like yeah it's just i was expecting i think they're trying to make this the new broad city exactly but the fact that like so aquafina did a Marketing thing to promote this, where they changed the seven, like one particular seven train, into Aquafina's voice, and she wrote yeah. little like quippy things for every stop. The fact that I watched that YouTube video and they played everything, like I laughed out loud more at that video of Aquafina just yeah. riffing <laughs> on a seven train more than watching this show. Like that's it's not great. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think she's good. She's better at that kind of thing. I don't know. I- something just didn't really work and i knew from the first the first scene is like her dreaming that she's dead and talking to god and every joke i was like oh this is painful
3: (laughs) yeah i was part of it okay so i'm glad you guys didn't like it too because i was was kind of wondering i was like is this just not made for me Mm -hmm. have i aged out of this genre like is this made for people who are 10 years younger than me who are at that point in life where they're struggling a lot more and I don't know. Are do people? Is this? Are people's lives actually like this? No, you know?
1: I don't think so. Also, those ca- main character is twenty seven. It's not like she's twenty one. That would make more sense. She's just yeah. kind of lame.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. She does. She didn't really have any redeeming qualities that made you yeah. want to root for her. Besides it being Aquafina, so right. I was like, oh, you've got to give me something to go on here because I'm just really annoyed by her. I'm like, come on, get it together.
2: I also thought it could have. I kept thinking that of like. Maybe it needs more time. Maybe I'm not the audience for it. I found myself making excuses for the show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, because
1: yeah, I don't cause I, like it because it's her. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. She's so likable. All the other actors are very likable in it. Mm-hmm. It's like just bad ingredients. I mean, good and ingredients, I, terrible, but they burnt the pizza. They
2: burnt the is. pizza. <laughs> What well, yeah, I I, know. I, really, uh, I might have been too sleepy when I watched this.
3: Like I'm just kind of, gonna <laughs> I, like, oh, I don't know, maybe No, none of us <laughs> like this. We all tried to make an excuse. Uh, I
1: think I actually, that like,
3: I maybe this isn't maybe this just wasn't made for me.
1: That's the I thing guess. that like this show was absolutely made for us. It's for people like youngish people who live in New York City who are kind of like I don't know, maybe disgruntled with society or something i don't know but it just like did not like i love broad city and it definitely is trying to be made in that vein and we are the audience for those kinds of shows so i don't if it's if we're not the audience i have no idea who the audience is yeah
3: i mean i feel i feel more related to watching the tv show younger like i'm like oh that's more closer to my new york life than this show is not
2: all of us can run away are you lying about your (laughs)
3: <laughs> i'm actually 75
1: <laughs> if you don't watch younger you should be p.s yeah. oh
3: it's just so wonderful <laughs> spend your time watching younger instead of this yeah
1: show. instead of this and then go follow hillary duff on instagram because she's a good <laughs> <lover>. <laughs> all right well i guess we didn't like that i mean the good thing is it's about 20 minutes long and uh yeah, i laughed a little it's just you know i don't think it it's was- gonna get much better
2: yeah <laughs> it's cute not funny.
3: Yes. I, I didn't yes. even think it was cute. I just found it I just found myself being like, ugh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Repulsed. <laughs> Repulsed. Oh, that's a strong word.
3: It's like trying to eat something that someone's told you supposed to taste really good. <laughs> and you're just like oh I tried. Goodness. We tried
2: Aquafina. Now you try again.
3: So, yeah, if you want to spend the 20 minutes and watch this show and tell us why we're wrong, please do. And then send us an email at s1e1podcast at gmail.com or slide on into our DMs on Instagram at s1e1podcast.
1: I'm um, really so- surprised like to see if, because apparently this premiere did really, really well on Comedy Central. Because I think it was just so hyped up and marketed. And I think viewership yeah. is going to majorly plummet.
2: Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what the Rotten Tomatoes in is. Also, the like. I get that it's your show, Aquafina, but do we really need to have the title be Aquafina? Is Queens? So a Terrible
3: title.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes currently. Yeah. But there's wow. only been one episode. In the year, That's right? shocking. Yeah. But <laughs> we have a pretty <laughs> yeah. rating after one episode. <laughs> a rot-
3: a big old rotten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah if you any of the things that we watch if you have a different opinion than us please send us a message about it and we will discuss it here and bring it up cause we want to make you guys a part of this um so we hope you've enjoyed listening today and we've given you some insight into these shows. If you have also if you have any shows you would like us to watch, please email us at the aforementioned email. Be sure to rate and review in iTunes. Visit myentertainmentworld.ca to follow all of our coverage and follow the site on Instagram and Twitter at myentworld at m y e n t w o r l d. And we will get with you soon um so thank you guys and thank you thank you (laughs) and goodbye
1: (laughs) goodbye